What would you say you do here? I'm slaying lame and I'm exposing frauds. This is pathetic. This is embarrassing. I have people skills. I am good at dealing with people. There's nothing more pathetic than an aging hipster. What's your deal, man? Yes, my name is Brian. Stone on Air on Nougat Radio 92.7. All right, well, it's a Monday. It's time to go to work. It's time to do this thing that we call a radio show or a podcast, depending on how you are consuming this piece of audio from 10 until 11 on Monday the 29th. The final Monday of March. Snap your fingers. I would snap my fingers, except I sliced my thumb open yesterday while I was hanging out in the kitchen. More than that here in a few. but So I can't snap my fingers. But if you did want to snap your fingers, that's how fast we are almost a quarter of the way into 2021. My name is Brian. Keon is with me as always, helping me keep it together. And it is the Stone on Air radio show podcast on the flagship Nuga Radio 92.7 and stoneonair.com. So I just flew in here like, you know, a hair on fire coming in on two wheels to walk in at two minutes till 10. And I I don't subscribe to the theory, you know, that, that old man basketball coach because we're in the, well, not in the middle on the last third or so of the NCAA tournament, but not not like the you know the football coach that says if you're what is it if you're on time you're late if you're if if you're what the hell is it Keon what am I trying to say if you're 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 on time if you're early you're yeah. late if you're on time something like that yeah I mean what 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 my dad used to say was if you're if you're early or on time if you're on time, you're late, and if you're late, that's unacceptable. Okay, yeah, that, that's exactly okay. That, yeah, that's dumb. I don't, I don't subscribe to that theory. Uh, I, I don't like that theory. That's dumb. If you need me here at ten, I'll be here at ten. If you need me here at ten till ten, just tell me, and I'll be here at ten till ten. So I don't subscribe to that dumb theory. Um, but I generally do try to be early most days, and regardless of what it is I'm doing, just just gives me more breathing time you know it gives me more uh time to kind of put things in a row and especially when jeff is here i i actually use the first the last hour of their show as a jumping off point like i can sometimes get the best <laughs> i spent two hours the night before putting together a show and i throw it all away because of something that's going on that next day jeff wasn't here today so i that even more though was the point that i was going to try to get in here Around nine o'clock, I set my alarm for eight. <laughs> it didn't happen. Uh, my alarm doesn't work. No, the alarm works. I just didn't. Right, you just, you just didn't. You were just not there for it. Hey, my alarm didn't go off. Damn it! What's wrong with my alarm? <laughs> Nothing's wrong with your alarm, idiot. You didn't wake up to it. And so the first time I ju- I woke up and saw, and I was having stupid dreams too. That's why I I was vividly woken up. Nine twenty six. Like. Oh, bleep. I live, you know, five minutes away. 
literally. So I knew I could just jump up and 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 shower and get here and and not too much of time. But so Jeff will be back tomorrow. I think Tim Kelly will be in with uh, with the morning show tomorrow. As a matter of fact, your uh, your next wannabe mayor, the mayor that I hope wins the race, uh, Kim White. She declined the uh, invitation to to come in to the radio station. From what I'm told, I I haven't I don't know Kim. Haven't talked to her personally. She didn't call me and say, "Hey, Brian, I don't want to be on your stupid radio station." She didn't say that. I don't. But maybe that's what she's thinking. I have no idea. Uh, but I did get a text message from Tim Kelly saying, "Hey, Brian, I want to be on your super cool, awesome radio station." So he'll be here with you tomorrow, and uh, I'll probably have him in before April thirteenth as well. Coming up on today's show, it is it's it's kind of mailing in Monday. It is gorgeous out there. It is fantastic. Soaking in sunshine. Enjoy your Monday as much as you can, but it is a Monday all day long. I'm going to spend the middle segment talking about my weekend. And I didn't do anything really that fun at all. Like, I didn't do anything fun even kind of. So, how can I make a whole segment out of it? Well, I can make a whole segment out of anything. Just dare me. I'll prove it to you. So we'll do that in the second segment of the show. And and it's coming off the um, kind of piggybacking off of Dwayne from the Hemp House being in with uh, me and Keon on, on Friday. That was a fun show. We'll do that again soon. So that, that'll be the middle segment. And then the final segment of the show, talking the NCAA tournament. I'm watching more of this game, these games this year than I have in a long, long, long time. And um, I've enjoyed virtually every minute of it. So we'll talk about that on the tail end. A couple things here. Let's see. So the um, the show is available via podcast. However you get your shows, Spotify or Google Podcasts or wherever the hell else it is, you can get it there. I'm, I'm happy about that. I've been wanting to do that for going on a year now. Finally was able to put that together. So check out the Stone on Air podcast. It is just this radio show in podcast form. So this weekend, I didn't do anything at all as far as focusing on like content for the radio show. I didn't watch any news. I didn't grab a newspaper. I didn't look at Chattanooga.com. I didn't look at timesfreepress.com. I didn't look at any of them. I didn't look at anything. I just hung out, and that's what I'm going to do in the, the last couple segments of the show, just kind of lay it out there for you. And it was liberating. Man, I had a great, I had a great time. I had a great weekend because I didn't get frustrated. I didn't get, I didn't get irritated. I didn't, I didn't get depression. Right? I just, I enjoyed it because I stayed away from all the noise. Was something? Did something huge happen over the weekend? I don't know. I don't have any idea. I don't think so, but I don't know, and I'm happy about that. I did some stuff around the yard. It was raining all day Saturday, obviously. It wasn't uh, a great weather day yesterday, but it was uh, a, a drier day yesterday. And I figured out two things, like kind of two life hacks. First of all, Keon, have, are, are you hip to this to the air fryer thing? I'm, I know of them. I think that right now where millennials are, if you can afford an air fryer you're doing well <laughs> that's where we are i wasn't even going down that road uh 
But, my but bu- I know what they are. I just, I'm just i not one of the millennials. It's a glorified oven in a small little thing in the corner on your, uh, in your kitchen. I have no idea how it works. Yeah, I don't either. Um, but my my brother and my and his wife, so my sister-in-law, I guess she is, gave me their air fryer for Christmas. So it it it, it looks primitive. It looks junk. It looks like junk. It's like I, what am I what am I going to do with this thing? But I'll take it. I mean, they asked me even in advance. Do you want this? We're not going to give you something that you don't want. And I was like, yeah, sure, why not? So it's been three months into the new year before I finally use the damn thing. They're amazing. Oh, An man. air fryer is amazing. This is what happens. This is, and this is the reason why I did go the direction I did because like everybody you know that has an air fryer swears by they it. They can't get it. They can't. They can't shut up about it. And they're, and I get it now. <laughs> I get it now. I cooked a couple things in the damn air fryer, and it's like I made the best food that's ever. <laughs> Made, made some wings. Made uh, what else did I put in there? Put some shrimp in there. I, I was like, this is. I, I was this close. My finger, my index finger, my thumb is about an inch apart. About that that close to just throwing it in the garbage because it looked like junk. And then I actually used it. Oh, and I made a little a small chicken cutlet, like not a full breast because those are obviously bigger and thicker. But this was a small little cutlet. Six minutes, seven minutes. The best damn piece of chicken I ever eaten. Wow, where the hell have I been? What what I've been I've been making fun of this thing. I don't know how it works. I don't understand it. But yeah, I guess I mean millennial things. That's that's the prime example of don't knock it till you've tried it. <laughs> I, I can't believe it. I cannot believe it. Now I love the damn thing. I cleaned it yesterday. Took it apart. It's like I can't wait to use you again, air fryer. So. I don't know, old, old uh, on the you know on on the fringe of <clears throat> of millennial and uh, uh, Gen. Uh, what am I? I uh, why am I blanking? Gen X, I guess. Right. <clears throat> all right. Let's see. I got three pieces of audio for you. These are all the same three I did on Monday. I just wasn't able to comment on any of them, so I'm gonna do it again. Yeah, call it lazy. Call it whatever you want. I was watching basketball till late last night. This is today's realest thing. It's Frank Zappa, and I know you listen every minute of your life, so you already heard this on Friday, but this is just gold. Frank Zappa basically saying, America's stupid. The thing that sets the Americans apart from the rest of the cultures in the world is we're so f***ing stupid. This country's been around for a couple hundred years, and we think we're hot shit. And they don't, you, we don't even realize that other countries have thousands of years of history and culture, and they're proud of it. And when we deal on an international level, you know, with uh, foreign policy and stuff like that, and we try and go in as, you know, a big American strong country and all that stuff, they must laugh up their sleeves at us because we are nothing. We are culturally nothing. We mean nothing. We're only interested in the bottom line. Every other country has their own art, their own music, their own theater, their own drama, their folk dances, folk songs, folklore, and it means something to them, and they're proud of it, and that's their ethnic heritage. We have Levi's, we have designer jeans, we have hamburgers, we have Coca-Cola, we have REO Speedwagon, we have Journey. This is so good. I decided to do it again. I don't think I agree with Frank Zappa there completely like we do have we've created culture in america that's worth celebrating outside of coca-cola and levi's and ario speedwagon journey 
But I think the point he's trying to make is is still very valid and worth paying attention to. Um, but I do think there's some American culture that's worth uh, celebrating. This is, um, speaking of uh, uh, generational wars, I'm going to do a whole segment on this here soon once I break it down. Again, this is from Friday again. Millennials during a pandemic. Today's coolest thing. Day in the life of a millennial during the pandemic. I wake up from a nightmare where all of my outfits were canceled by 13-year-olds online. I check to see if any celebrities I've based my entire personality off of have been exposed as abusers. I make coffee, which I started drinking ironically, and now I have an addiction, but it's quirky. I log on to my Zoom job that I started to earn money while I discover my true passion, but now I'm stuck in it. Also, maybe I don't have a passion. During my breaks, I squeeze in a quick existential crisis and say hi to doggos. In my free time, I look up houses on Zillow that I'll never be able to afford in my life. This is Nougat Radio 92.7, the Stone on Air show on the flagship and online at stoneonair.com. And there is a real war now between millennials and Gen Z. And Keon, we'll dive into this here sooner than later. Um, Maybe this week, maybe next, I don't know. But there is a real war between the two generations, and it makes me laugh. This is the final... uh, piece i've got for you today's worst idea is a little different than one i played on friday it's dr drew what you do before and after you get the vaccine here's what you need to know before you get your vaccination generally there's a consensus amongst physicians that you should not take acetaminophen tylenol in the days leading up to the vaccination nor should you take non-steroidal anti-inflammatory agents like advil motrin aleve though you can and actually should take them afterwards for any symptomatology. It's also recommended that you don't drink alcohol for the three days following. Be sure to share this with your friends. Symptom, symptomatology. Is that what, he, is that what Dr. You just said? Symptomatology? That's a, that's a cool word. That, I hope it's a real word. <laughs> I think it sounds like it probably he's is a, a doctor. Word. We just allowed him to make up a word. Well, he's a TV doctor, so I don't you know, take that for what it's worth. Symptomatology. So don't take Advil or any uh, over-the-counter headache medic medication or any of those things, which I don't. And then afterwards, don't drink for three days, which is a deal breaker for me. So I'm not getting the vaccination. I'm just going to go give give COVID to everybody for the rest of my life. Kidding, not kidding. I'll get the damn thing, but don't drink for three days. That sucks. All right, coming up next, my weekend and smoking weed. Those are going to... Come together. Smoky marijuana and my weekend. What does that mean? I don't know. Hang hang tight. Find out next. You're listening to the Stone on Air radio show on Nuga Radio 92.7. It's got all those robes on it. Robes? Roots? <laughs> I, can't, I, can't, I can't say that word. Roads. <laughs> Rowds. <laughs> Rowds. That's a total weird word, isn't it? That is a freaky word. (laughs) Very, very freaky. (laughs) I'm stoned. So are you. Rowwoods. Damn it. Oh, man. Oh, we gotta... We gotta maintain. I think you just drive the speed limit. We're gonna be cool. All right, everything's cool. I'll just go the speed limit. 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 <laughs> That's another one of those freaky words. Limit. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god.
Welcome back in. This is Widespread Panic. I Can't Get High is the name of this song. Now that you're gone, I'm sober every night. I can't get high. I can't get it right. My name is Brian. He is Keon. Find the show on this radio station that you're listening to right now, 92.7, the flagship, or online. Stoneonair.com is the quickest way to direct you to where you can download the show. Anywhere you download anything, go to that same place. Put in Stone on Air, all one word, and you will find it. Yes, that from the classic, groundbreaking movie, Black Sheep, with David Spade and Chris Farley. It was basically Tommy Boy 2. It just had a different name. And um, they weren't smoking weed. They were uh, the, the nitrous oxide from the... The boosters in the trunk of the car was leaking into the car, and that's why they were stoned. And I couldn't come up with anything better for a rejoin, so that's what I came, uh, came up with. But so, um, reason for that is so going into the weekend, I didn't do anything this weekend. I, I left the house for a couple hours to do a couple of things, purchase a couple of things, errands, kind of thing. And then got back in the early afternoon and then didn't leave the house again until I left the house to come to this radio station today. And it was fantastic. I enjoyed every minute of it. Part of it was because I watched basketball all weekend, which I'm going to talk about in the final segment of the show. So I'll, I'll, I'll table that for now. I'll put that over in the corner and I'll come back to it. But so I'm sitting around the house, hanging out. Just, you know, chilling all weekend. And uh, th- th- this is where my, my life has gone. I, I used to think that I was the life of the party. And for a little while, I was. You know, I, I had to be where everything was, right? They call it, uh, speaking of generational talk, the FOMO thing, fear of missing out. I suffered of FOMO for so long I couldn't miss whatever was coming up next like the fear of missing out crippled me at times so that that's my millennialism in me you know Gen X and boomers laugh at that like how stupid are you dude you're so worried about what everybody else is doing or thinking FOMO is a real fear in my life man it, do, it doesn't really motivate me that much, personally. I think I'm more of a millennial than you are. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes I think that I'm more of a young millennial punk than you, Keon, are. That, that, that might be possible. Sometimes. There, there is a joke that I'm an old person, and I've been old since I was like six. So. Well, and I like your, your, uh, your, your comment when we talk about um, uh, of, of, uh, risk-averse. You've, you've been that since you were a child. Yeah. Which most people can't say. I, I like that. That that fits right into the, you're the least millennial millennial <laughs> I know. Maybe. But the fear of missing out thing, for real, for so long, I just, it consumed me. And it's gone. It might have taken the pandemic to do it. it it's, it's, it's so interesting. It is a real kind of case human case study 
that this this pandemic has taken things in all of our lives that we were never expected, never discussed, never talked about, and changed it out of necessity. Like, this was going to go this way eventually, whatever it is. It just happened 10 times quicker. Like, we were going to have the DH in Major League Baseball eventually, the designated hitter across the board. We don't have it yet, but we will. But it took this to expedite that. Right. And that's kind of where I, I was going to turn into an old white guy eventually. It just took this <laughs> pandemic to make it happen. So walking a long ways to go just a couple of steps. I sat around the house and I made chicken broth. Literally. I cooked up some chicken broth. Okay. And uh, what else did I do that was stupid? I can't even remember now. That's how boring the weekend was. I can't even remember <laughs> what I did. And I enjoy. I loved every single second of it. And so all day Saturday, it was rainy out. And I literally made some chicken broth because I had a bunch of chicken that was frozen that I needed to do something with. And I read some recipes online. It's damn good chicken broth, too, by the way. I'll make some soup with it here sooner or later. Again, that sounds so old I sound. I made soup over the weekend. And I smoked... The as I call it fake weed, it's not fake weed. It's the CBD stuff that Dwayne brought here on Friday. I smoked it all day on Saturday, <laughs> all day long, literally. And I was like, I'm gonna get high off this stuff if I have to smoke the whole damn thing all day long. I guess if you ingest anything that's not normal to your cycle, you'll get a little loopy eventually. <laughs> So I, this, I don't know if the CBD works. I don't know if it makes your life better. I I believe it probably does, but I don't know that it does. I just believe that it probably does. But if you smoke enough of that stuff all day long, you'll eventually get a little loopy. You'll get a little it's, high. It's, yeah, it's not it's not like a high, but whatever. However, the CBD is interacting with your brain. It's not doing nothing. No, it's not doing nothing, and it's not supposed to get you high too. By the way. Like, that's not what it's supposed to do. It's, I mean, he brought in two different kinds of strains, and it was beautiful. Like, I mean, I, I appreciate, I love the smell of good uh, marijuana buds and plants. I love how it tastes. <clears throat> I don't love the super high. I don't want to get high because it's so powerful these days. It doesn't, it doesn't mix with my chemical balance, my pH balance, if you will. I mean, every now and again, I don't mind it, but I don't want to do it regularly. But he gave me a bud that's probably three, four inches long and two or three inches thick, probably huge, big, big, big piece of, you know, plant. And I smoked over half of it. I just kept smoking. I, I, I went and got a little new little bowl, little glass piece, because I don't, I don't smoke weed. I haven't smoked weed in years. And well, I haven't smoked weed regularly in years. And I just kept smoking and smoking. I was like, I'm going to get, I'm going to make this because it tastes good. I like the taste of it. It's, I mean, it's, it's good. It's, it's not bad for you. It doesn't have chemicals in it that are going to, you know, ruin you and mess you up. And so I just kept smoking and smoking and smoking. And eventually I got a little, you know, bee flying in my head, a little buzz, <clears throat> excuse me, flying in my head. And, um, 
so all that to say, it was it was more of an experiment to me to see what happens. I've never smoked CBD only flour. I've taken some gummies. I've eaten some uh, some edibles. The Hemp House has this incredible like Oreo Rice Krispie treat, and I'm not big on sweets. I don't eat a lot of sugary stuff, but I still like a lot of it. And this thing is to die for. Now, does the CBD infusion do anything for me? I, I don't, you know, I don't know about that. I can't, I can't, I can't speak to that because I'm not sure. But the damn thing was delicious. I know that. But I'd never smoked bud flour, as they call it, that was not real weed. Not real marijuana, not THC, and I I hate to say that. Like I say, one thing's real and one's not. I don't I don't mean to say one's real and one's fake. That's that's wrong. That's a bad way to to uh to discuss it and to characterize it. But so I just I smoked this all day, and eventually my head was hazy, very, very hazy. But you know, I mean if I smoked newspaper, you know. <laughs> shred it up all day long i probably get my head hazy if i smoked carpet fibers for a few hours i'd probably feel a little little out in left field but uh does it does it help with all the things it needs to i think that it does um and i'm i'm happy to have it and i've got another strain that the purple one that he gave me i'm gonna try it probably wait until next weekend but Hemp House over on uh, Ringo Road here in East Ridge, out in Udawah, and on Tremont Street in downtown Chattanooga for all your hemp needs. Your CBD, whatever it is you need, they'll help you out. They'll take care of you. And uh, it was fun having Dwayne in. We'll do that more often. But really, at the end of the day, I, I did get a little bit bored and kind of wish I did have some actual THC marijuana. I used to smoke all the time. And and I don't anymore because it just doesn't it it just doesn't jive with my with my chemical makeup anymore. But it is absurd that it's not across the board. We haven't federally legalized this yet. Just look at where we were with gambling and sports books, and then you know the FanDuel's and the whoever the hell else are. There's two, three, four, five of them now. Of uh, the gambling websites, gambling apps. It's making crazy money, stupid amounts of money. Legalized marijuana would do the same thing, the exact same thing. It would make crazy amounts of money. And as soon as you did it, as soon as your state, Tennessee, Georgia, Alabama, Kentucky, whatever the state is, as soon as they did it, five seconds later, you wouldn't think about it again. You wouldn't. It would. It wouldn't even be like. How many times have people who thought that gambling probably wasn't a good idea, since we've opened up sports books online, how many of them are like, "Damn it! I told you we shouldn't have done that." It doesn't come up. It never comes up. There's Not no, issue. There's no reason for it. To, oh, I told. Look, Steve. I warned you. Look what's happening. What's? What do you? T- no, that doesn't happen. That's not a thing. You know why? Because it's fake outrage. It's fabricated outrage. Nobody really cares and nobody cares about anybody smoking weed either most people are smoking dope everywhere you go legalize it tax the bleep out of it and make a bunch of money 
I thought capitalism was great, Keon. What happened? Where, where, where do, I, I thought capitalism was what made us what we are. I, I find that capitalism is pretty selective. Hell, it's a, that's that, that's for, for something that's supposed to be so open and wide open and free enterprise. It's pretty selective. That's a great that's a great terminology. Capitalism is very selective. You're absolutely right. We'll select this, Jack. <laughs> Marijuana. Legalize it now. What are you waiting for? What are you waiting for? And as I was growing up, I, I it was so... I mean, so I've been smoking weed and people around me have been smoking weed since I was 15, 16 years old. No joke. Now, I'm not saying you should smoke weed at 15 or 16, but I'm saying I did. What are you doing? What are you waiting for? Most people, if you normalize it and legalize it, a lot of people don't even like the stuff. I don't. I don't like it anymore. I like the smell of it. And I like your opportunity to smoke it if you want. Tax it. Make a bunch of money. What are you waiting for? So I don't have to sit around and smoke fake weed all day long on a Saturday. Just trying to get high. So I use the widespread panic song, I can't get high. Because I'm smoking fake weed all day. Legalize it. Give me some real weed and let me get high on a Saturday. Snooker Radio 92.7, the Stone On Air show. And stoneonair.com. Basketball, I've been immersed in. Talk more about that next. Wrap up the show. Uh, it's a Monday. Thanks. Thank you for being here, though. Be right back. Stone on air on Nougat Radio 92.7. I'll be very clear about this. No, I do not give a damn if your bracket is busted. Everybody's bracket is busted. So sit down, shut up, lock in, and just enjoy the madness. Because it does not get any better than this. Even during a pandemic. So, no, I do not want to hear about how jacked up your bracket is. It is the lamest thing ever. Nobody gives a damn. And again, everybody's bracket is busted. Besides, it's not about you or your bracket. It's about this already being one of the best tournaments I've ever seen. Yes, I said it. That good. Because it's got everything you want this time of year. Tight games, historic upsets, double-digit seeds, moving on to the Sweet 16. I mean, this is why I don't believe any of you losers who try to talk junk about the tournament. You're either a moron or you're just trying to get people to look at you or both. What's not to love? It's Bob Dylan's Everything is Broken. Welcome back in. This flagship is 92.7 Nougat Radio. My name is Brian. He is Keon. Your little lead lead in into the next hour of, I would guess, primarily NCAA basketball conversation with Keon Rose from 11 till 12 noon. You, you'd be guessing correctly. Going to be some, maybe NFL free agency in there a little bit too, but this tournament has been so good. And just for the record, that's Jim Rome. He's kind of the Howard Stern of sports talk radio, meaning he's kind of shock jockish. He's trying to, you know, be funny, be fun. And I, I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a big fan, and I've listened more in the last couple of years 
and I used to listen a lot more when I was younger out of Southern California. But before that little rant, and I do, I emulate him a little bit. I get a lot of my overall kind of quote-unquote takes, as they're called, and especially in sports talk, Wait, what's your hot take? I get, I get a lot of that from Jim Rome, whether I meant to or not, uh, after listening to him for years. But I was tweeting and screaming two weeks ago. That was from this, this, this past Monday, him kind of flippantly talking about your stupid brackets and stuff like that. I was, I've realized that I've been doing the NCAA tournament wrong for so long. Filling out a bracket, following along with whatever I tried to be, you know, Mr. Smart Guy. Mm -hmm. This tournament is fantastic on its own merits. I don't need to fill out a stupid bracket or make a wager on some dumb app, FanDuel, now that we can do that legally in Tennessee, if you want to, go right ahead. But I sure as hell don't need to. These games are fantastic. I haven't watched, or I'll rephrase that. I have watched more of this tournament this year than I have watched in the last two, three, four, five years, maybe even combined. All day long Saturday, as I was smoking fake weed all day and making chicken broth, <laughs> anyway, I had the games on all day. And I, Oral Roberts... Damn it, man! That 15 seed. If if they if they splash one more of those threes, they're moving on. They're they're moving on. They looked fantastic. They lost. I can't remember who they lost to, but they lost. The, the 15, I believe it was Arkansas. Yeah, probably. I guess. I don't know. Doesn't matter. I don't care who they lost to. <laughs> it was so fun to watch. And uh, and last night's game, um, Alabama and it was Alabama and UCLA. UCLA. Yeah. I don't care. Who wins that game? Alabama's a two seed. UCLA would be the underdog at yeah, I they, think they're, a twelve. They're, they're the 11, 11. and they were in that first group of playing games, so they play into the regular group of sixty four. The first four, yeah. yeah, they're like one of the like along with VCU a few several years ago, and a few others have are now making one of the longest runs into the tournament as a first four in. Um, you know, take that information, do what you want with it, but I don't care about UCLA for for any amount of time. But I, I, just like I look at other sporting events, NFL playoffs, the, uh, you know, the SEC championship run, whatever it might be, I root for what irritates the most people around me. <laughs> and Alabama winning anything irritates the most people around me. So I was... I mean, I quite literally yell like I was watching not just oh it's on in the corner and maybe I'll finish the game like I was like God come on drop that bucket sink that shot come on man I wanted Alabama to win because that makes people in Tennessee so damn mad <laughs> they get so mad in Tennessee oh of course Alabama's winning Alabama and that, that's a damn good team it is that was fun that three to sink the the, the tie the game at the end that and if they. I, th- I think I saw the number in once it got into overtime, and then UCLA just you know blew them out the last five minutes. You know whatever they were five. Wait, no, 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 no. Sorry, uh, I think it was eleven for twenty-five from the free throw line from their free their, their free throws. Yeah, eleven of twenty-five. That is horrendous, especially for a team that shoots the three as good as they, they shoot it. Bomb the three. 
But to stand there with no one in front of them, there was they sink five of those shots. They win easily. That's just that's college basketball for you. Mm-hmm. And I loved it. I I loved it all weekend long. And what I've realized is, or what I I, th- I think I kind of real, maybe I kind of made it up, but it feels like it's somewhat true that in the last five to ten years of watching the tournament with my brackets filled out, and sometimes I would do a second bracket somewhere else. Then you just confuse yourself. Like you don't even know what the hell you're yeah, rooting for. I, I actually like uh, five or six years ago. My rule is I make one bracket. If I do it somewhere else, it's the same bracket. Yeah, and that, that's that's not a rule most people do. They'll do a different bracket, trying to like s- screw with the system. You're yeah, not, you're not screwing with the system. The, the odds of you filling out a correct bracket are infinitesimally small. Yeah. So you doing a second one? I mean, you're not changing anything. You're not changing the odds. So I realize, I, th- I think over the last few years, I've stopped caring about the NCAA tournament. Certainly after the first uh, first full weekend, after the first four, uh, four days. And I think that I had kind of manipulated myself into not caring because I my my bracket was all broken and busted up. Well, I don't care who wins this game because I don't. That's you're doing it wrong if that's the way you're approaching things. And I, I didn't even realize I was doing it. But I think that that's why I have not paid attention to the tournament in the last half decade or so because I was so dejected. Because my bracket was so messed up. And that's not what this is about. This is a an amazing... This is so much fun. This tournament is so much fun. I already knew that. I knew it was fun. I enjoyed it. But the, the bracket dictated whether I cared. And for this year, for the first time in my adult life, I did not fill out a bracket. I did not do a secondary bracket. I did not make any wagers. I just turned on the damn TV... And decided who I wanted to win based on the matchups I saw in front of me. And this is different than the NBA. The NBA is not translating well on television. I can't explain exactly why. I, I, yeah, I was, I was thinking about that because this seems something about March Madness that seems impervious to all of the other pandemic sports trends. You've got the, the, the benches are fired up. You've got the few family that are in there are completely insane. Yeah. Uh, you, but you, that's it, though. You don't get any more excitement other than the game itself. Yeah. But I, I do think the fact that the game is a one-off means that the consequences are just so final, you're pulled in to the, win, to the drama. Win or go home will suck in just about anybody. That's right. why I love the idea of the... Uh, I hated it because the Braves were the first, literally the first team to ever play the one game play in in 2012, and then the you know the infield fly and all that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I ha- I was I wanted to punch myself watching that. But outside of that, once I started watching it every year, which I don't know how we're going to do Major League Baseball playoffs going forward, we'll find out. But that one game playoff, boy, if your team's not in it, that's awesome. Yeah, no, it's fun. Awesome. It's the tons of drama, or if your team manages to win, uh, you know. Which yeah, but the gut wrenching that leads up to it. I, if your team is in it, that's a different, you know, that that's a different story, and it depends on how your your mental makeup is. But if you're watching two teams where you don't care what happens, and one of them are done, and the other one moves on, that's drama like you can't get anywhere else. 
True. And that's what the NCAA tournament is so amazing at. And for some reason, for years now, I've decided that I didn't care about that anymore. I'd watch the first four days for all the same reasons. And you get the, you know, the, the, the upsets of the teams, the Oral Roberts of the world that should never win again. But then I'd stop watching that. I wouldn't watch the round of 16. I wouldn't watch the round of eight. I just kind of catch up on it. It's beyond in the corner. It's the same damn deal. It's, it's just that dumb bracket conditioned me to unless I'm in a chance to win something. Dude, it's not about you. Right? It's not about you. It's about these kids. And mid-major basketball is a fantastic thing. I For the same reasons I hate college football and love NFL football, flip those around are the same reasons that I don't really like the NBA and I don't really like, or I do like college basketball. These are just kids. They're not going to play in the NBA. They're not really that good. Really, they're not. That's what makes it even more fun, is that they're not that good. And that's why I don't like college basketball, college football, because the kids aren't that good. These teams aren't that good. And I love NFL, bas- uh, NFL football because they're the elite in the world. So I don't, I can't explain that exactly, but man, it's fun, and I can't wait to watch the last. Uh, what we got four, four games. So we got lead eight, and we got four games, and we got two games. And yeah, we're, we're, final four. Uh, is the the some of the games are getting played into today. So yeah, and then we're also still screwed up because they changed the the dates up on, on all that. But anyway, that's it. Finish an hour. My name is Brian. He's Keon. More on this coming up next in the Keon Rose Show. We'll do it again on Wednesday. See you later. Bye.